Well, hundreds of thousands of homes and businesses across Melbourne and Victoria are set to go another day with no power. Following the wild weather earlier this week, almost 130,000 properties remain in the dark as crews carry out major repairs to the network. Up to six transmission towers were flattened due to all the wild weather. Authorities say it could take more than a week to get everyone back online. Joining me now is Sunrise's newest recruit, legendary broadcaster Neil Mitchell. Hello to you and founding director of Western Sydney Women, Amanda Rose. Morning, everyone. Neil, let's start with you. So this week, hundreds of thousands of people in Victoria without power. Do you think this could have been prevented? Uh, it would have been difficult to prevent some of it. It could have been uh, lessened a little. But what's happening now, you, you have the disaster and you get through that. What's happening now isn't good enough. We've got, they reckon by the end of today, we'll perhaps have 80, 90, 100,000 people still off. The politicians have got to forget the Twitter stuff and the photo opportunities, get out and knock on doors. How many of those 100,000 people are elderly, frail, without food, some without water if they're in regional areas, without communication? Are they OK? Go and knock on the door. If necessary, get the army in. Bring in generators for them. Now, it's all right. We, we can cope. We can get by. We can go somewhere else. But there are a lot of people who are housebound and need help. And the government's talking about, oh, we'll give you $380 for the food that's spoiled. Well, that's fine down the track, but give me food to eat now. Yeah, that's a really good point. Amanda, it's been revealed a number of communities couldn't make emergency calls for more than 24 hours after all the weather hit. Is that good enough too? Oh, absolutely not. And this is really concerning that in this day and age that there aren't risk mitigating strategies and also disaster recovery systems in place, exactly what Neil said, to, to help those that are most vulnerable. And we also need to remember that gas came in and saved the day at the end and helped a third of um, electricity or the, the power to come back. And I think a lot of people are so overwhelmed by the destruction of what's happening. They don't care of sustainable energy right now, gas or anything like that. What they want is to be able to uh, feed their families, be able to also work. Don't forget this impacts the people that are working. And yes, the elderly are the most vulnerable right now. So I think this is the time that, yes, we should be putting everything aside and helping those people. But also when this is all done, contact your member, contact your local member, your state MP and say, what is being done? What are you doing to advocate for me to make sure this doesn't happen again? And if it does, it will be protected. Yeah. Do you think that needs to happen? Another, Neil? another thing. Yeah. And that, there's another, yeah, that, that's a good idea, but there's nothing that has to happen. It's reported today that a number of linesmen, emergency linesmen, refused to work because of an industrial dispute. If that, and they didn't really? go out, didn't answer their phones. If that is right, sack them. Now, the unions won't like it, but if you're an emergency worker and there is an emergency, you work. It's, mm. a, it's, a, it's an industrial dispute, which is pretty technical. But I, I just, if that's true, I just get... Come on. It's like saying you know, the AMBO won't turn up or mm. the police officer won't turn up during an armed robbery. That's nonsense. Yeah, what? so they were on strike? Well, they, they had work bans in. They refused right. to answer their phones. That's the report. That's the report. Uh, members of the Electrical Trade Union. OK, well, we'll follow up on that. Uh, moving on to something else. It's been revealed Labor is set to spend up to $40 million on a marketing blitz to convince <laughs> Aussies the Stage 3 tax cuts are a good idea. A new spin unit will be set up. Communications experts hired to sell the benefits of the government's updated package. Neil, uh, Neil do we need selling? 
<laughs> just what we need, more spin. And I bet, Ooh. coincidentally, all these ads appear just before the election. You know, that's when they'll be. But look, I've done some figures and I had to write them down because you wouldn't believe them. Mm. Over two years, this will cost us $384,615 a week. $59,945 a day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, $2,289. That's, that's rubbish. Why do we need someone to sell us the tax well, cuts that we're just going to get in our tax, Amanda? Well, what's interesting is, remember, the government said everyone wants this, everyone needs this, this has been supported, so why do you need to spend $40 million to convince people that you've said that already convinced that they needed to happen? I mean, it's absurd to actually spend our hard-earned money for them to look better on a backflip and a lie. So, essentially, what they're trying to do is convince those people that they haven't convinced, because mind bit of a backlash happening here that they didn't expect. They're using our money to convince people that it's okay for them to lie if some people benefit from it. The other thing that came out of this, Neil, is that the opposition saying this is terrible, but they spent $24 million to sell the stage <laughs> one and two tax cuts. I didn't know that. We're in no, I didn't know that either. And we're in trouble when $24 million spent on spin looks reasonable. Mm. It's to win an election. That's all it is. It's, mm. They yep. say, oh, it's there as information for you. Nonsense. It's there to win votes. Mm. Simple. And yep. we're spending the money. And we, we're going to tighten that up a bit. Somehow. How about they spend their own money doing it? Mm. Yes, <laughs> Good there's <luck>. an idea <laughs> to sell us. Now, finally, if you've wondered why the big banks are slowly getting rid of cash and ATMs, we may know the answer. The boss of the Commonwealth Bank says he hardly uses cash anymore, believes most people prefer electronic payments because it's an easier and a superior experience. Is it a superior experience? Do you still use cash, Neil? Oh, very rarely. I bought a, a, a litre of milk the other day. It was $2.50 or something. And I found a $5 note at the bottom of my po pocket and I gave it to the kid on the cash register. What, what's that for? You know? He uh, never look, yeah, That's the way the world... <laughs> uh, ATMs are being cut back. That's the way the world... But don't forget, the banks have got us here because there's, a, there's still that surcharge between 1% and 2%, which the retailer has to put on and it goes to the banks. Mm. Of course, the banks want us to use cards because they're making... And we don't know how much, but they're probably making billions, billions of dollars out of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Amanda, the, the head of the bank, says it's more efficient and cheaper uh, for businesses to use electronic. Well, I'm not sure any particular viewer right now cares about what a CEO of a bank has to say about their spending habits and what <laughs> they do because of the million-dollar paycheck that he has. And I doubt that he's spoken to anyone on the street about what they truly want because if they did, they wouldn't be shutting down branches. OK, there you go. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. And welcome Neil Mitchell from Melbourne.